and we are live. Hi guys, welcome to an episode of the Nespo Fan Podcast. I'm your host David, and um, today's episode, we're gonna ha- we're gonna be changing the direction of this podcast um, today. Change is very constant. So we're having two segments. Right? We're having the main story. We're having the main story, and um, going up some football highlights. Now I should have done. I should have done recorded on Thursday, but it's it's sort of made it look a lot bit more official, right? To start on a Monday. So um, last week Thursday. Um, the main story would have been or should have been the um, the Zuma thing, right? Um, but unfortunately, I didn't record it after. But we'll try and talk about it um, um, a bit to, to this episode. But today's main story is um, Tottenham, basically. Um, what the hell is going on? Basically, that's what's going to be to this episode about. And then we'll go over some football results. Um, without further ado, let's get into this episode. And we're live. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the main show. And um, today, well, Liverpool they win again. Um, United they draw again. West no, United draw again. Yeah, after drawing again, Burnley, and then um, West Ham draw. City win. Now let's let's start with um, let's start with some results, right? Now, listen, the Man City Man City at this point Man City putting four past Norwich City. It's a formality, right? We expect it to happen. But Man City are this team that everybody just wants them to just be this buffer, right? Like, I don't think like a buffer or something for their rivals not to win anything. So, as long as Man City win the league, you know, everybody is fine with it. As long as it's not Chelsea or it's not Liverpool. Even United fans, they're not even as bitter as they would if it was Liverpool. And that's what makes this whole thing fun. And Man City fans are trying to, trying to push like a rivalry, trying to make it look bigger than it seems. But most fans are like, meh, you know... You guys can win it, you know. We don't care as long as it's not Chelsea or Liverpool. And most people share this sentiment. That's why it's funny. And you know, the players they will start bad trophies, obviously they win a lot of trophies. But the trash talking is not there. That makes it exciting. You can't rub it in anybody's face because let's be real, nobody really considers Man City as a rival. Most people, don't. yes, they are a top rival, like you know, in the league and everything. But even Liverpool fans, there's this mini, there was this mini period where and Man City fans enjoyed it, right? But the rivals has always been. Man United, the same thing with so it's even if so, it's just like that, right? And that's why I don't know if Man City, I don't know how Man City fans feel about this, but I'm really quite curious to know how do they feel. Like, whenever it's a derby, I mean, look, watch, look, look at them, look at the match that derby, for example. Maguire and Stones were hugging each other, they were smiling and kicking each other. I mean, the North London derby, Harry Kane hugging a uh, maybe uh, this guy Ben White or you would see Sesen your hugging Saka come on man it's everybody knows you know even in, in Liverpool United, Liverpool versus United um, the arrival, arrival, arrival match right you will not see uh, Maguire hugging uh, this guy Henderson we know and maybe that's happened though, but it's not something you expect to see. I don't know. I don't think that's happened because why? What I'm talking about is this is one that's memory, right? I saw the Manchester derby where Maguire and Stones were hugging each other, both number five, they were smiling, kicking, right? But my point is, my point is this, right? In a derby, most people don't really see. They look at it as more like a friendly derby, and even the color man they wear, it's probably like a friendly, warm color, sky, blue, you know, very beautiful, very sky blue, you know, ish. I mean, most people don't really. <laughs> Well, I'm joking though, but yeah, Man City won for Sterling scoring a hat trick, uh, maintaining their league at the top of the table. I think they had a bit of a blip. I, I can't remember. Really, I think they drew or something. They had a bit of a blip, but but just a blip, right? But they're back on back on course, and then they're winning and winning and winning and winning. And uh, they face Spurs next week. I'll talk about it in my main story. But yeah, let, let's go over some other results. 
Liverpool winning 1-0. Um, looks like the goal came from Fabinho. Liverpool keep, continue to keep the pressure. But I think uh, Man City will just be too much for them. But I, I, I hope Liverpool win that League Cup final though. I can't have Chelsea winning another one again. I mean, sorry man. I'm a big hater. I can't have Chelsea winning this. So, so Liverpool will likely leave the League Cup this season. I want them to leave that one over Chelsea. Any day, any time. <laughs> yeah. And then West Ham drawing 2-2 um, Leicester. And then the crazy thing is this, right? You, you know, watching West Ham and watching Leicester, you look at those games and be like, wow. I saw that Swiss money, I saw the Swiss money, like you watch that game and you realize that listen, the wing backs of these teams and the center midfielders are actually better than Spurs. And it's true. And it's not really a surprise that you know Spurs are struggling in recent weeks and these two teams are doing okay. And then United join again and if it's it's Maguire again, Maguire all over again. Maguire <laughs> Maguire all over again. I mean, why? Why are we why why? Okay, listen. The funny thing is, right? If you want to, you have a quality center back, right? The, the the price. If you want to know if you had a good, you have a good signing. Obviously, you don't need to do this though. You, your eyes will tell you. But if you, have, you want to know if you had a good signing, ask yourself: Is it possible to to recoup the exact the exact money you spent on this player? If you were to take this money and pay and and put him up for sale and say, come pay X amount of money for this guy, would you be able to get that amount of money back? If you put if you put that amount of money you spent on this player, would it be considered a bargain? Or would it be considered a rip-off? And that's exactly what what we see, you know, with Maguire. Against Burnley, right? He was disastrous, right? I remember the game against Burnley where he the game against Burnley was it he was first beaten, I think Vavegos, right? I don't know how to describe the chance though, but I probably go check it out if you can. And then he probably was he probably escorted Jerry Rodriguez, you know, to slide the ball into the net <laughs> to score. And then the Southampton game again, it got done, man. Seriously, Maguire just is just memes. And this is the thing, this is how it has been for years. And for instance, this United fans, and this is I don't know if it's a social media thing nowadays. Everybody wants to pretend that all is well when it's not. Maybe it's because they want to score points against their friends in school or something. I don't know. Check this out. Maguire has been awful. He hasn't been good. But for some years, they've been trying to convince us that he hasn't doing well. I mean, check this out. Last year's Euros, they did so much PR for him. Oh, when they run to the Euros final, da 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 He didn't win the thing. So, at the end of the day, he's not a good centre-back because he played... And this is the thing, right? Why do people pretend like because you play one or two matches and you, uh, you, somebody could play poor for 20 games and then he plays well for one and then the hype starts? It's similar to what happened with Dele Ali, right? Dele Ali made a really good pass. To run down, and obviously it was it was saved though. But it was a good cross. Everybody said, "Oh, he's bad." No, are you gonna erase the fact that he was bad out of the seven years he spent at Spurs? Are you gonna erase the fact that he was only good for two or three years, and the rest were awful? The many years were awful, and it was painful to watch him. This is exactly what's happening in social media, right? If you have a good PR, you have some good social media, some sixteen-year-old kids who are on your side. Sixteen-year-old obviously is just a starter. Not like really sixteen. You can easily. You know, sway the thoughts of people, and people will say, "Oh, he's a good." No, man, he's not. And this is the thing about Maguire is not a good centre back. And even when I remember when Van der Vaart was talking about, the other people say, "Oh, they're trying to go at him." I'm like, but he's not wrong. At the end of the day, he's been proven right that you know, he's not a good player. Maguire is not not a good player. He's not a good centre back, and just accept it like that. But one of those things we we just we just get to see, and people not wanting to accept the fact that listen, man, maybe. Your centre back is not the guy you think he is, <laughs> but that's 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 what they said. Everybody said. I'm talking about Everton. Everton winning their game, um, putting three, winning three nil. Um, Everton looked like they're they're playing well. I mean they're playing okay. I think goals from I think Coleman scored. 
Um, I didn't really, I didn't, I can't remember the Pokemon is funny enough, but I know they won 3 0. Yeah, it was Leeds, they beat Leeds and they 3 0. <coughs> Excuse me. Good result for Everton, and then um, looks like they're not going to be going down, they're going to be okay. Is it still a new manager bounce, or is it. Because although they beat Brentford 4 1 in the League Cup, though, but I think they lost. This is their last game, I can't remember very well. But I think, I, no, it was. Dele Ali was very poor. It was a game that they played before this one during the midweek fixture, and Dele Ali was very poor in that one. Now, listen, yeah. Listen, man. Listen. I still have um, a lot of. I'm expecting a lot of things to happen to go wrong for Frank Lampard at Everton. I'm expecting. And I think it's a new manager. It's just the manager bounce that they're enjoying. They're currently enjoying. They're currently enjoying the manager bounce. And it's just a bounce. And it's one of those things that they just have to to accept that, okay, it's a manager bounce. Will, will it happen? Will, you know. And that's just that's just my own take on the whole thing, though. But Everton fans, they're not going to get relegated. They're going to be safe. Da, 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 not that. But for the amount of money they spent and all that. And then being ending up with Daily Ali and Frank Lampard. It's not, I don't know if it's a really good. But my prayer and hope and prayer is that Daily Ali makes... 20 appearances, those sports can get some money for him at least because he <laughs> yeah. And then now, this is it. now what I want to talk about now. I want to talk about Newcastle, right? Now, why I want to talk about Newcastle is because um, I remember all summer, right? And most people put them as relegation candidates, you know, everybody put them and they won four on the bounce, so they won the beat, um, South, sorry, they beat Newcastle, sorry, oh Jesus, Christ, I know I'm missing everybody up. They beat um, the free kick from um, this guy, um, Trippier. They beat um, Aston Villa 1-0. Good free kick from um, Trippier. I don't know if it's a good free kick because, you know, the wall didn't do his job because he went straight through the wall and then he went off the, the feet of one of the um, Aston Villa defenders. So, Aston Villa players. So, I don't really think it was a good free kick. It was more of uh, a, a, the wall not doing his job. But Newcastle, I'm not going to reiterate this, right? I think after the Chasson, everybody took them off the list. And for good reason, because it's obvious, we're obviously seeing why they're off the list as relegation favorites, right? Because, check this out. They not only went in and did the business they had to do, you know, they bought centre-backs, they bought strikers, they bought wingers, they bought, they bought the midfielders they needed, and they bought a right-back, which is what they do. So, they fixed all the problems. Not all, though, but in the short term, what, let's say you have a problem at 100%, right? You have you've got a leaky roof, right? You have a leaky roof. You you might not be able to fill up the whole thing, but you could you could put some plaster, you know, something over the roof, right? To do the job. If we can do the job for the meantime, till you able to if it's leaking, right? So you're able to it's raining, right? You leak, you cover it for them for the meantime. Till the morning, you get um, a carpenter to come fix your roof, right? Either so this is what you do. So this is what you guys have done, right? So they've successfully they've made sure that they've fix the problems that they can fix for the meantime so they got Dan Byrne, they got um, Gimaresh, they got Trippier, they got Chris Wu, the striker so they got the players that they need to be able to stay up and this is why they are going to stay, probably going to stay up because they got the guys they need in, and they got them in time I think more than, if not more than that, I forgot, I'm not forgetting to mention somebody so they got what they need in you know, to stay up and they're going to stay up. That's the thing. Because most people think they, they, they've done good. And then they won. This is the fourth game on the bounce that they've won. And even if they win, they lose their next, their next game. They, you know, it doesn't matter. Because they have enough to stay up now. And that's why they've done good business. I, th- I would say Burnley and Newcastle. They came off great in, in those, on, on that deal. If you ask me, the, the Chris Wood and the Vegas, right? Because them losing Chris Wood. Bringing, I'm bringing in Val Vegas. Who is similar you know, even taller and probably fits yourself a little more. I'm, you know, it's a good deal if you ask me. It's it's a good deal that suits both parties. 
suits both parties in my opinion in in this deal suits actually suits both parties you know and that's that for me it's why i think it was a good deal and then they're gonna stay up burnley newcastle they're gonna stay up and, and that's the thing and is and the, the fact that newcastle out of the relegation um, um conversation i'm out of the conversation for the relegation battle because most people expect them to stay up right Somebody is going to take that place. It's likely going to be what? We're only going to be Watford, <coughs> Watford and Norwich. So Watford and Norwich, obviously. Now that third spot is what's going to be dice. And traditionally, teams who come up, one always tends to go down. One or two of them tend to go down immediately. Um, is it going to be Brentford and um, Brentford and, and Watford? We will see. Or is it going to be what? Um, one of that? I, I, I know Norwich. Norwich and um, Brentford, no Norwich and um, Watford, right? They look like they're and Norwich and let's go to Norwich City again. Norwich City also the same yo-yo um, this thing again. The season before last season they were they were <laughs> they were not in the league, right? They were down. The previous one, the season before that one, right? When they were in the league and they were getting trounced every weekend, they were getting beaten every freaking weekend. They were losing like crazy every weekend we're losing losing consistently losing games consistently every freaking weekend right this was norwich city story the next weekend they come around sorry the next week the next season so they going around go down the league come back up again and then the same thing so this is how they've been doing like it's a yo-yo thing and parachute and everybody's probably upset i don't i don't i don't even do anything about the rules though but it looks like they just want the parachute money they come in they stay and then when they go down they try and win the championship again, come up, and then the same story. It's probably what's going to likely happen. And then Norwich City, they've lost. But, but it is what it is. You can't really say not say much about it. It's just one of those things you just have to just fold your hands and accept. And speaking of um, draw, I forgot to mention, yeah, United drew against Southampton. And then, um, yeah, Southampton again. And, and and why I had to mention Southampton is because um, also in midweek, um, sport, they beat Spurs 3-2. Um, I'm coming to Spurs. They beat Spurs 3-2. And then, and then, yeah, Holmes was a baseball story too. So, um, they drew against United, and then it looks like they're gonna stay up. So, something probably has a conversation if you ask me. And then, you have Wolves, yeah, listen, and sports, baseballs. Well, let me let me look around the pool. I, I think it's time for me to talk about sports. Yeah, this is my main story. <laughs> I think it's gonna be two main stories, right? Because since I didn't do a music, I was gonna do two main stories. So, let's start with the first one, right? The main story here is the sports now. Conversations need to be had about sports, and you know I, I think it's more of like how can sports take cup tournament. So there was some reports during the midweek that sports had a three billion pound um, offer rejected. No, three billion pound offer. So sports rejected three billion pound offer for a takeover from um, is it Jeffrey Soros, right? And although some fans are upset, oh Jeffrey Soros, and some are obviously opposed with it because you know the name Soros and all that, right? And then. I don't, I don't know. I, some, this report said the American um, owners, but some people say it's, it's him. But this is a thing, right? And most fans are like saying, "Oh, we need a change, change of ownership, change of environment, and all that, right?" This is a thing, right? So, sports, Elivi, they said they wanted three billion, right? They're giving three billion, they are rejecting it, and the ownership, and and you know, and and after the, the loss yesterday against Wolves, right, Wolverhampton Wanderers, a lot of fans did say, some fans were saying, well, some, I saw a big account, right, tweeting and saying. Oh, are we cursed? You know, we've gone through Pochettino, um, Mourinho, and now Conte, potentially Conte. If we go through this marriage and we do not win trophies, then we are cursed. I'm like, no, we are not cursed. In fact, I do not believe there's such a thing as a curse in football. 
okay except maybe the benfica um bella gutman course right maybe that, that one's probably the only one i would say okay this is really true because let's be real here i mean 50 odd years <laughs> come on man <laughs> and every single time they lose they lose finals benfica lose finals like, by the weirdest of reasons so they say they're on a hundred year course and sorry that that is one of the scary the fact that that thing is actually happening you know it's scary and the amount of finals that benfica have lost nah i'm sorry man that that's that result that one is probably the one that's okay maybe but apart aside that right the sports one you can't call it a curse because um like i, I mean i give an analogy of you know um, putting plasticine over your roof on your roof right this is the thing the reason why you put plasticine on your roof is so or maybe one of the clay is to prevent the leaking in the meantime right till you get a carpenter now this is the problem when you make that when you say okay you're not going to get a carpenter because the problem has been solved it's a temporary problem you just fix temporarily right it's probably just temporarily right now when you said okay um this is plasticine here we fixed it so there's no need to get a new one no it's gonna it's going to rain and the rain will eventually wash that in a way so the problem will still come back you just plastered over the problem you know doesn't mean that you fixed it you just you know did a quick rah, scramble and this is my problem i have with sports well and sports in general right we do not do things not we sorry sports do not do things with common sense they do not do things with common sense here okay if you're gonna go around and say listen man we are going to get this player get player and you go in and you lose four and you bring in only two there's no sense in that you lose four players you bring in only two signings there is no there's no sense in that thing man there's no sense in that and sports played against Southampton and played against Wolverhampton Wanderers. It was so easy. I'm sure. I'm sure what Prowse for Southampton and Neves for Wolves could not have thrown into an easier game. I mean, these guys would have thrown easily. Just they, they could not have met an easier game in their lives. That was how uncontested they were when they were playing against Spurs in midfield. And the funny thing was that, you know, and and and, and what are, when are we going to have this conversation again? We've always been having it for a long time about the owners, and you will still have fans who will defend them. And then you have fans who, because the problem with sports is multiple, right? You've got the fans are emotionally invested, and then there are fans who are not emotionally invested. Those ones are, the, in my opinion, are the ones who are actually want who actually want the best of the club. They are not emotionally attached to any individual in the club. What do I mean? So some fans are emotionally invested, in, emotionally attached to Inik, the Inik, Inik um, and Levy, you know that whole thing. There are fans that are emotionally invested in that. There are fans that are emotionally invested in certain footballers, and there are fans that are just emotionally invested in the club and the whole, which is those ones who, don't, who are not emotionally invested in individuals. And <coughs> those t- last group I mentioned, they are the ones that should be listened to because they are the ones that are talking from a place of logic and not emotions. The one, the ones, the first group of fans I mentioned, they are the ones who keep making excuses for Levy for a long time. Oh, if not for Levy, you know, uh, where were we 20 plus years ago? relegation battle da, 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 da. you know the usual talk right oh let's celebrate Levy tango for Levy even for Levy where would we have been no if not for Levy if if we had better than Levy would have won a lot of trophies by now Chelsea have won 21 trophies in 19 years right now since Abramovich took over let that freaking sink in let that sink into your head that listen the unique ownership have not been good for sports they haven't been good owners and stop selling this narrative that they've been okay they have not been good owners. They still ain't good owners. They are not. They are not good owners. They have not been good owners. They have not been. And, and I'm tired of you know fans trying to push a narrative that they've been. They haven't. And that's why, excuse me, it has been really annoying, you know, to see fans you know push this narrative. 
every single window we go in we clearly and the point is the stories are so similar you can easily predict it right this is what's going to happen in this window you just predict that okay a week to the window you start getting links to top players right then in the window when the window just starts you get links you get the odd links here and there right but nobody signs you just see links oh links links then in the middle of the window all the, those top links to top players they die down nobody knows anything anymore no stories are coming out stories are not coming out anymore everything is hidden everything is calm everything is quiet it's the same students every day oh link with this player and you could get outraged but you're not gonna do anything now when the window is about to end you start getting the links to the top players again it's and the fans for, i don't know if it's to renew something or something but fans fall for this in every single freaking time you know the the generate a bit of interest you know generate fan make fans to be excited generate interest generate everything and then the fans the fans in question here they excuse me some fans because they're they oh yeah he's doing a good job we have access to link to, to players and then when you get in you before you know we get on that women signing kulisevsky and ben Tarko, if they were the first choice for sports sports would have signed them in the first week or the second week of april of uh, January, right? And when I mentioned, I'll give an example of what I mentioned when I said the whole thing to that. They were chasing Adama Chari for almost the whole month, for majority of the month. When it was clear, listen, the Adama Chari thing could have been done on the first or the second week, before even before the FA Cup tie for before it got cup tied for Wolves. But check this out. Spurs thought they were being smart. You know, maybe they were just trying to. I don't know if they were trying to, you know, fool the fans. You know, they just chased Adama Chari for basically the whole month, and then. It didn't materialize and then now oh it didn't materialize oh we try and then they bring in Kulisevsky and Bentako. Those two signings look more like a lazy one. And if if every 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 trans every match for Spurs should be fans chanting they should feel the heat. If last time they felt the heat was you know the game against United when they lost 3 0 at home, right? That was the last time and they felt the heat. My own is why why is it why has it stopped? You know, is it because they changed the mind and all these things are forgiving? Are we gonna forgive 20 odd years of incompetence and you know letting sports down? Every are we gonna forget and and as I said this fan base do, do not really know how to hold grudges. If they do know how to hold grudges, they are certain footballers and setting the ownership, they will not be comfortable doing what they are doing and getting out of it year in year out and this is what we're seeing with sports year in year out the ownership they do the same nonsense every freaking time and year in year out the sports fans the fan base they let them get away with it not anymore man you know and, and i've been i've been in it out for like some years now because i was quite indifferent before not like i i cared not like not like i don't say like i cared not like i really i was never really one of all these you know fans who you know part of any faction right because i i never really like prior to there some years ago maybe when i was much a younger fan i wasn't i was really more of like especially in those sports years right i was more of like let give ignoring the whole thing you know probably be a bit more defense i'm probably giving them a chance but i became indifferent as time from indifference i became from indifferent to okay full-blown leave out because clearly they do not have the best interest at heart of the club at heart i'm sorry if they did they would have sent players i'm mean, supposed to have like 400 million pound wiggle room to spend and if this and Levy coming out and saying oh during the um, documentary saying listen if 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 we if we don't have um he said never if finish the window and then if the door is not improved he doesn't feel no man you are he doesn't feel good about it your actions haven't your actions haven't shown that you feel good that you, you don't feel good about it because clearly you do not care because if you did care you would have come in and told us the fans that listen man 
um we should have done better we should have brought in this player we should have shouldn't have done this should have done this and you should, your actions will proving prove that you your actions are proving whether you really wanted to win the world if if you if you don't get players you want the next summer you go all out you fix all the problems you want to fix look at newcastle within how many weeks of a takeover how many months of a takeover already they are they are already playing well no, I won't say they're playing, but they're already making good moves. Right? You're making moves that you okay. Listen, the next summer it's, they're going to go on a splurge in the summer. You already know they're 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 putting they're letting the signs, giving you the signs that listen, we're not here to play, we're not here to participate, we're not here to just make up the we're here to participate and here to win. And they're going to do it this summer. They're going to really go all out because they will stay up, and they've laid the foundations already. And even though they will move out a lot of their squad, they've laid the foundations already for their squad. The foundations they need for your squad, they've laid down the foundations, and for this summer, you know, the summer, and even if they go next summer, the moves they are making, they'll bring in some players and they'll ship out some of this current squad. But clearly, you can see that they are working. I mean, I mean and this, and this is the thing, right? Even with the Howard, I wasn't convinced with the Howard. I thought it was near the British manager, but the signing, I think, it's more of like signings they needed. So so far, they've looked really good. We'll see how it goes, though. Um, back to sports. So you see all that stuff, and now. I'm done with this faction, this living faction. Now, there's another faction of fans who are emotionally attached to players. You have fans who be. This is what. This is the reason why people like Dele Ali, Ondombele, Lo Celso, Sessegnon, Sanchez, Dyer, Davis, um, um, this guy, what's his name? Bergwine, Winks, Sissoko, um, you know, um, Emerson, Aurier, Doherty, you know, ETC. These players I've mentioned, these are the reasons why these players they've stayed or still stay at sports for this long because they don't know how to hold grudges. Someone like Sissoko costed sports a Champions League final, right? With his lack of awareness, his lack of awareness, he costed sports a Champions League final. Sports fans forgave him and still called him the GOAT, right? Even when when Dil- when Mourinho joined and Sissoko had some form where he scored some goals in the run, sports fans were still applauding him and hailing him and, you know, clapping for him and doing all kind of things, right? But check this out. He stayed long enough to call us another final, the League Cup final against Man City. Sports fans still felt really sad when he left. No, should have been gone since Champions League, after the Champions League final. Liverpool, Liverpool were not wasting time to dispose of carriers after a cost of Champions League final. So why did Soko have to stay that long? You know, and then you have sports fans, Dele Ali, and the funny thing was this, and this is how it's so easy to get a lot of them. Players like Dele Ali, Bergwijn, Sissoko, no, sorry, Sessegnon, Sanchez, all these players I mentioned, right? All they need is if they have one good game, Dyer, if they have one good game, all sins are forgiven. No. They should be put, oh, they are good. If I told you they are going to be good. No. They have to do this for 20 matches or 15 to 20 matches before you believe that they've changed. They've turned the corner. They clearly haven't because if they have turned the corner, you would see it in a short space of time. You, If, if, they, if you genuinely believe that they have turned the corner, they would. you would see it in a short space of time. Not like you would see they, they turn the corner and then you you assume that they've turned the corner so you're going to applaud them and then be, be, be a lot of you forget forget all the all their awful performances and all the bad things they've done in the previous matches you're not going to do that and this is what we were seeing with spurs this is what we we're seeing with, at spurs the problem we have now kulusevsky just joined right I, you criticize kulusevsky saying so far you haven't seen what he has done and then somebody's telling you oh he's just joined if he's just joined you should surely see what he's capable of 
look at Benzakov, for example. Benzakov already, we've already seen, well, you can see signs already that this guy is already looking good. That, okay, he's, he looks like he knows what he's doing. I'm not saying he's, 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 he has turned, come good, but you say, okay, if he's not somebody who's going to be settling in, he has to settle in. You have to see signs that this, this, this because being settling in does not mean, does not require you that, does not mean that you should forget how to do the basics in football. Uh, Emerson Royale, for example, people making the case for Emerson Royale multiple times. Emerson Royale in question, right? For someone like him, you should not have to, someone like Emerson Royale, you should not have to, every freaking time, um, like, sorry, you're Emerson Royale, right? Because you are settling in, does not mean that you forget to cross the ball. Does not mean that you forget to be a good right wing back. Does not mean you forget, even in the midweek fixture, against Wolves, sorry, against Southampton, right? The two crosses, the two goals, first considered, from exactly the same position the same chance everything the same sports considering the same exact same exact type of goal in the midweek emerson real and sanchez were at fault had a big chance to play in that and what were you doing pointing fingers at each other and putting their heads down and then the next thing oh well sorry not resolved with no man no if you do the same thing over and over and over and over, and over again it's not a mistake it's just the way you are it's a pattern it's you it is you that you can't call things no everything is a mistake there are things that you say okay this is you this is how you you truly are this is your character, this is your football characteristics, and this is all you are. So it is not a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. And this is what we get with sports fans. You know, sports fans wanna let let them let it slide, you know. Um oh forgive them of their forgive them of their sins. You know, let it slide. Oh, they've done it's just a mistake. You know, all, all is forgiving, forget about it. It doesn't work that way, you know. It doesn't work that way. What do I know? What do I know? I'm just a football fan, you know. And that's the thing. And then like with daily alien, even daily alien up. With that cross, just that cross, you know, he had a cross where he crossed the road down for everything. And then you saw the fans say, oh, he's oh, free, he's free. Are you kidding me? Are you forgetting? And this is the thing. This is why I said, all it takes is just one performance from these players and all sins are forgiven. Yeah, this, the game against Salamdin, Loris made a mistake, right? A holler. Now, we're going to forgive Loris because he was the reason why the team was, the result wasn't worse than that. Wasn't worse than two new. The defenders, you know, Davies, all these guys, what were they doing? You know, it's, it's just back to this. It's the same thing. They are not reliable. They do the same thing over and over and over again. What will you lot accept that these players are not good enough and it's just the way they are? It's not. It's, and they say, when we, say that when we lose one game, all of a sudden everybody remembers that the players are, are, are bad. No! We've always been saying this for a long time. We're just refusing to get carried away by one game. That is just it. We're refusing to get carried away. And this is my issue with a lot of them. One performance and then... then listen, Trippier is playing well at um, Newcastle, right? Everybody saying we should have gone Trippier back. No! Are you forgetting that the year you chased out Trippier, everybody was everybody wanted him gone. Everybody was so everybody applauded the, the, the sale of Trippier. Why is everybody pretending like Trippier was a world beater at Spurs? You know, especially in the last year. The reason why you think about this is because Spurs have successfully downgraded on their right back options. Downgraded from right from um from Walker to Trippier, from Trippier to Aurier, from Aurier to Walker Peters, from Walker, I think Walker Peters, right? From Walker Peters. No, it was just Aurier, right? Aurier to um, Emerson, to Doherty, from Doherty now to Emerson Royal. You know, Spurs are supposed to be downgraded on the right back in the space of five years without even, nobody's even forced them. This is clearly something wrong with transfer policy. Something's wrong with transfer policy. And they've, they've all done. So, whenever when everybody says they are bad, they are playing poorly, it's not like everybody means that they But it's just a fact that, listen, they haven't been convincing so far since they've joined. You know, and it's just what we see with our eyes. Should I pretend that everything is good when it's not? Uh, and I don't understand the logic from a lot of sports fans. You know, but you know, that's what you get from a lot of them. It is what it is, man. You know. 
it really is what it is yeah yeah and, um, and let's talk about um, the last faction with sports fans this is the last faction these are the fans who are just attached to the club and they want to see their club win. these are the ones who get the most abuse these are the ones who everything and i'm proud to be part of these ones you know these are the ones who whenever you talk about a player they're going blocked and going insulted on social media because they do not rate a certain player that everybody is rating and even clearly when even though they are right and they get problem right they were right about Mourinho they were right about um you know they write about all this you know right about Conte right about a lot of all these things right right about the fact that Conte should have been the manager right about the fact that right about Levy right about Enoch right about a lot of all these players who should have been gone should have been sold but they are still at sport they have, been, they have been, they've been proven right over and over again, but they are still the most disrespected and the most insulted in the sports fan base because they refuse to mention that. I mean, I remember how many people got abused because they refused to agree that Dele Ali was good, it was good, right? Because Dele Ali was dropping off and everybody was pointing it out and they were they were being abused. Or when, you know, um, basically they, they call it as they see it. When, when Mourinho was... When the Mourinho during Mourinho era and they were the ones who got the most abused around that period, when they were refusing to abuse, refusing to um, criticize Mourinho, even though Mourinho directly yes, but I'm saying they're refusing to go all out and alleviate the players of the blame and put all the blame on Mourinho. They were being abused and being insulted and even being blocked multiple times. So these guys got a lot of stick, you know, in that period, in that time period. So let's make something clear here. These fans, these fans, this last, this faction of fans I have mentioned, they have been the good guys all along, but they've been painted as the bad guys all along. <laughs> they rather Enik. I mean, I know many times people got abused. I even see this very day for, for the Enik. I mean, somebody was accusing these sports fans of being anti Semitic for wanting Enik out. And it's ridiculous. You know, I hate when people try to take serious, you know, make serious things that are very serious, right? They try to turn it into a joke to score cheap popularity points. It's annoying, you know. And that's what you see with a lot of the sports fans, you know, trying to, you know, you know, do this. But that's what you get. That is what you freaking get from a lot of these fans who just want to defend them by all, by all means. And listen, we are still going to be in it out. Still going to be, you know, not going to see it as you see it. Sadly, a lot of fans would just prefer to be delusional and they just want to pretend like all is well. Even back to the Dumbbell, somebody was saying, oh, Dumbbell, um, Spurs held in Dumbbell back for two. Oh, Lucille was playing well for Villarreal against Real Madrid. Oh, Spurs held back this team. Spurs didn't hold them back. They, didn't, they couldn't cut it in England. So, what exactly is this fault of Spurs here? Are you going to say Manchester held back Mangala? Are you going to say, um, um, oh, are you going to say Liverpool held back Carriers? No, you didn't cut it. You know, it's time to move on. But you know, is this what happens when people watch lots of football fans? Like I said, they're just unnecessarily emotional and it makes no freaking sense. It is what it is. Um, yeah, I think that's all for my main story. Now let's talk about the next main story. Um, the other main story we're talking about here is the Zuma incident. Now, if you've been under a rock um, past few weeks, and the Kurt Zuma and uh, was on video, uh, recorded a video, right? Um, he him kicking a cat. His, I think it was his brother, his brother who did it breaking a cat and slapping the cat you know a lot of other things happened so um since that since that had happened during the midweek um zuma has lost his adidas sponsorship his brother has been dropped by dagenham and redbridge a younger brother um yan yan zuma yan, yan zuma then kurt zuma himself you know although west ham still played him and all that now my take on this whole thing is what i'm gonna give in a quick 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 talk before i end this episode so you've got um, the zuma incident yeah and you've got the um, West Ham getting a lot of stick, you know, for playing Zuma. And then, 
Yeah, so basically, let me just delve in and do my take quickly before I enter this episode. Um, what Zuma did was wrong. It's wrong. And, you know, since then, he has been fined two weeks' wages, um, 250 grand. He's paid a 125k, which is not 250k, but fined. And then he has been, um, uh, no, sorry. I think he has lost, uh, yeah, as a sponsorship. Now, this is the thing, right? A lot of fans are saying that Zuma should be arrested. You know, by the law of the land there, you know, it, it did say that he should be arrested. I think it was the 2006 Act or something like that has a code where you not allow animal abuse. But this, this, this whole animal abuse opens up a lot of conversations, right, that people should listen to. Now, you say an animal gets humanely killed. What defines humanely kill? Humane killing. Okay. Okay, the animal should not suffer before it dies. Eh. I mean, okay. Okay, let's be real. If it's gonna die anyway. Anyway, so what exactly? And you know, okay. There, there, there could be a case there for that. Like, okay, you mean the animal should, should not suffer before it dies. Which makes a lot of sense. You know, I, it still makes a lot of sense. But if it's gonna die anyways, they're still gonna die. You know, what exactly is the, is the, is the, is the difference there? Yes, you mainly killed, but it's gonna die. But back to my back to the point here, the Zuma thing here. You say should be arrested. Cool, cool. By the law of the land, you say you should be arrested. Well, by the law of the land, person, I think I think was still up to five years imprisonment for that. I mean, it's too much for 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 kicking the cat for real. I mean, I know they say animal abuse. Like who who abuse animals? Which is true. They put them. Through. But I kicked a cat, and obviously I saw the video. Though, the cat was really in distress, and even though personally I, I do like cats, I do like cats. I would never touch them because I have this kind of I don't like touching animals. So, but I don't hate cats. I don't like cats. I don't hate cats. You know, I don't really have issues with cats, but I can't touch one. But if I if you look at the whole Zuma incident, right, and the way the reaction, the reaction to it, it's kind of it opened up a lot of conversations that people need to have. You know, one you you guys will still the Adidas who are dropping Zuma. As, as, as you know, Adidas have. I think every year they they kill like two million kangaroos. Adidas and Nike, two million kangaroos to produce their shoe, their sneakers. So there's a conversation to be had there. You know, Adidas don't really have the right of morality here. Then they don't really have the right, the moral, um, whatever, whatever, the moral is in here. They don't really have the happy here. They are not really the most moral in this conversation here. And then, um, he, I think some other sponsors too. West Ham losing some sponsors and. And it's ridiculous for people to say um, why is West Ham playing him. No, I've, I agree that they should have played. I supported, I supported them play, playing him. I actually support that they played him because, for real, you're gonna listen to the mob. And besides, it is still under investigation. Are you gonna drop him on court? Still under investigation in court. And even if West Ham have an investment on the player, you don't get to decide if they should or should not. If it if there are other there are crimes that I would have committed. I would say okay, I understand. But this is. You know who gets to decide what it is and listen there's a reason why um certain crimes do not get as much um, punishment as others for a reason some are more heinous than others okay and this is the thing and, and antonio put it for really well right the calling for zuma to be fired calling for zuma to be killed for football and all that we didn't see this for john terry and suarez though okay what is Suarez? Suarez got t-shirts in support and people say, oh, you're equating this to racism. Even Terry was equating. My point here is this: they didn't call for those two guys to be sacked. They got game bans, and that was all. I don't think did Terry get a game ban or something. I can't remember. But these players, you know, they didn't call for these guys to be sacked. Now, why is Zuma being called called to be sacked? Why is Zuma called to lose his job? Why is he being called to uh, attacked and said he should lose his job for doing that? 
okay that's my issue here i this this punishment are okay for me right but him calling for zuma to be fired is too far in my opinion and that's that's where for me the line gets to be drawn like okay it's, it's enough i've just i watched the video it was really bad it was really bad but i calling for him to be fired was was, was too much it's too much for me and then <laughs> looking at the way western have handled it i i agree i like the way western have handled it you know recent in recent weeks western have handled it really well you know in how they've played really well and they played him you know move on you're gonna tell him well don't don't play him he's an investment he's probably one of their best at the back he's not their best at the back so they have to play him especially when Obuna is injured so you're gonna tell them to put it an academy lad because they want to please the mob no screw you they're gonna play what they will play anyways and you know it is what it is and then you know but but it has opened a lot of conversations in recent weeks and that's the thing. and back to, and speaking of this zuma thing there was a report recently that six um there was a brain um was it like a, a chip a chip you put in the brain right elon musk so this 16 of the 23 chimps that the team was being practiced experimented on died and then that is where unlocking the this animal created because right now the, the people were saying that ozuma was doing it on a defensive animal defenseless animal who did not consent to it right defenseless animal check this out the chimps are defenseless where was the outrage for that one where's the outrage and people are, and the same people some people are saying oh look um it's for the greater good of humanity. Da, 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 da. Oh, really? So if Zuma put a chip in, in the cat's head, that, that for experiments, you know, you will not be outraged, right? And this is where the hypocrisy comes in. Nobody gets to decide this. And nobody gets to say, and listen, if Zuma is gonna be it's fine. I don't like animal cruelty. I don't like seeing animals suffer. I I get it. But you know, calling for someone to lose the job because that at least the most is this. Never be allowed, you should never allow maybe you probably should never allow Zuma to own a cat again. That is that can be a, a punishment, right? Can be a good one. Never been allowed. You should never be allowed to own it. Own it. That one, if you use that one, okay, it's fine. You know, let him go through a re-education and all that. That is fine. But saying no, oh, he should be fired. Come on, man, seriously, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm gonna on this note. I'm gonna on that note. I'm gonna close to this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening today. And then see you guys midweek. Hopefully, again, that's the main story. And then the direction of the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you like it. Um, the main story and some football results um, thing. I'm going to keep producing more content and then we'll see how it goes. Without further ado, um, I have to go. Bye-bye. Take care. Have a nice week. Oh yeah, quickly, this last segment. So Chelsea, they've won the League Cup and um, I'm going to be as professional as possible. I mean, I've done all the trash talking towards Chelsea over the weekend. Even after they won it, I've done all the trash talking. So let me try and be professional towards them and you know, be a little bit fair. I think Chelsea they've des- they've deserved to to um, win it you know against Palmeiras right deserve to win it and you know, I traditionally I think the, the European teams tend to win the um the, the cup the competitions sorry the cup club world cup event they tend to win it you know it's clearly obvious I think Chelsea are the last the last European team not to win it which was back in 2013 with uh, <laughs> the loss of Corinthians and then Chelsea came back and then they won this one. Papameras 2-1 and Havertz turned into a big game player it's, it's, it's amazing right he scored in Champions League final and then he scored even though he struggles in the league struggles with his form but in the big game still... now even though this one was a penalty you have to score them at the end of the day I mean Sterling, Sterling missed his own for his hat trick he really walked into the net so you have to you have to score them so and it's, it's good for it's a good thing for, for them for Chelsea and they successfully won 21 trophies in 19 years. This is a really good achievement. Don't even play with that. It shows that their ownership 
are doing well they're trying their best to make sure that they keep winning and don't be surprised you know this league that they're, they're actually not going to win the league this is right it's going to be Manchester's league but listen do not be surprised if Chelsea go and try to get another striker this summer to win that league they might, it might mean even if it means them sacking Tuchel they will just to ensure that they get and try and get the next top manager they will try to do it you know just to win the league and this is what we're seeing with um, Chelsea Chelsea's ownership so I remember she deservedly lifting the thing with them and Mendy again, you know, I talk about Mendy again, shout out Mendy, you know, winning African combinations and now winning this one, it's a good thing because listen, the guy's story, been unemployed the year before, he signed for Chelsea, I think the year before, two years before, then working his way up, I mean, people are really going through a rough time, it's, it just means that you just have to hang in there, you just have to really hang in there and just hang in there as much as you can, as hold on as tight as you can and keep fighting and keep, you know, keep pushing, you will get it. It's just it's just all about patience you know and trying you know your best and this, but this is what we see and this, this is for me is right really amazing for me and you know, i i think they they did well they did well they deserve to win it and it's it pains me though because <laughs> i don't like chelsea <laughs> i do not freaking like chelsea <laughs> okay but <laughs> that's why it's so funny but um they're not gonna win the league this season, and I hope they don't win the league cup because I'm rooting for Liverpool in that final. And I hope they get knocked out in the FA Cup. So I hope this is the only thing they have to hold on to. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, um, but the reaction to West Chelsea's League Cup win is kind of hypocritical, especially from some of these pundits. I think Craig Burley was saying, talking about how you know, oh, Man City are winning um, the league, winning league, saying that they are leading the league, and then Chelsea are you know, winning an irrelevant cup. No, it's not irrelevant. Sorry, man. Because you're the same guy who said that um, Liverpool, you praised Liverpool for winning the thing about two years ago. So, you're not really in the position to really, you know, shit on the trophy. You know, at the end of the day, it's a win. It's a trophy. It's a win. A win is a win. And they deserved it. You know, it's a trophy. It's only in their, in their trophy collections and then they get to put that up there. But, yeah. I don't really, I don't know. But, back to what I'm... Why, why I have to talk so much as quickly, right? It's down. This is probably proof of what happens when you do what you have to do, and you not try to go with a leaky. This is a lesson to sports, but we they never learn. This is not even the first lesson. This is multiple lessons to sports ownership. Spend when you need to, and do not go into the club trying to expect to make profit. And yes, make profit eventually, but your priority should be winning. And this is what Chelsea have done successfully, right? Look at how Chelsea have successfully revamped their squad. If you look at it, you've not, if you don't notice it, but they have done it already, right? Even though they left some of their old, I mean, even if you revamp, you do not revamp everybody at once. You ease it gradually. They still have some of their old, their veterans like Aspilicueta and um, Kante. Kante to an extent isn't really a veteran if you think about it, because Kante was not part of their old. But the way they eased Kante in, and now Kante is not like their veteran. And now gradually they will have a new guy in. They will have new guys. This is how they gradually faced, you know, improved their squad without even everybody noticing it, right? They change their style of play, maybe not as maybe not completely though, but like they they've been able to evolve and change their players gradually without even and this is what they've done right. If it doesn't work out, ship the person out to get a new guy. So they have Rich James now. They have um, Chiwell. They have even this guy coming up. Um, forgotten his name. Remember his name eventually. So they have players coming up, stepping up behind right, and they've gone and they will go in and get the players. In. And if, see, it's not as difficult as sports try to make it look. They just don't want to do it. If you go out, get one or two, three players to bring them in, you know, to warm up and ease, to ease them to the squad to compete. You go and get another, and that's how you get things done. You do not get things done by by hoping and crossing your leg and say, oh, we hope this this happens. 
and this is what, what we this issue you have with sports no but that's all i have to say i mean don't talk about Chelsea. so but like i said chelsea this summer will probably go out and try and get on that striker try and get on that striker because they want to try and get that league and they don't they, like i said they don't mind sacking to Chelsea. they have to just to do it yeah but congratulations to chelsea the league cup um i'm happy i'm happy for mendy especially you know because at least his story does um relate to a lot of people and you know a lot of people and, and you'll be surprised you know you know it does it does relate to me sometimes you know, but, you know, probably, probably going. Everybody going through a dark place at any point. Everybody will have gone through a dark place, and it's good to see somebody or some somebody who has gone, who has been through that place and come out successfully. It's important we see more of those kind of people in the society because it's it's amazing. You you, you the amount of people who want the, the amount of people. I know it's good to see good, right? To see good things happening. You know, people having this seamless lifestyle, but like it on you know, this lifestyle where everything is just smooth and there's no issue. But more often than not, a lot of people are really, really struggling, and people need like something to hold on to, to to just hold on to to keep fighting. And this is what you will get, you know, from from um, somebody like that. And that's why for me, I, I I really, really applaud, I really, really applaud Mendy, and I'm happy for him, his success. But I hate Chelsea, though. Don't get... (laughs) I hate Chelsea still. Bye-bye, guys.